that, but I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think it, he was. I think that was just a myth. But yeah, so many people thought that that was Marilyn Manson, but that's like the only thing I remember from that show. To me, um, my brother was a big fan of Wonder Years, but I never really got into it. So yeah, I think you definitely got the better of the two. Um, Saved by the Bell, I would take any day over the, the Wonder Years. <laughs> Yeah, although it was great about Saved by the Bell is even though it was comedic, it had a lot of really poignant, touching moments in it too, and a lot of morals. Yes, it did. They wanted to they wanted be, a, you know, an idol for the kids. Yeah, but yeah, there. I remember there were a few moments where that actually got me teary-eyed, I would say, the episode from the earlier seasons with um Slater's pet chameleon, that one made me cry a bit. <laughs> Pussy. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't know that one. I'm sorry. I didn't see that one. Yeah, no, yeah, that was an earlier one. That was from, like, the first season, I think. I, I, I'm sorry. I, don't, I haven't seen them all. What, did the chameleon die or something? Yeah, his, his chameleon was, like, his best friend, and... He died, but he died while Slater was out of town, so throughout the rest of the episode, he's blaming them for his chameleon's death. Wow, that's the first time I heard of that one. But I'm sorry that made you cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most I cried, I think, was during Zack and Kelly's breakup. An item? Nah, we're like, but we've been best friends for like 15 years. Um, I moved down here to Florida, to South Florida back when I was 20, about 15 and a half years ago. And he was one of the very first people I met when I moved here. That's cool. I'm just messing around with you. Oh, yeah, no, I know. All humor is welcome, but yeah, I have a very sick, twisted sense of humor, especially on stage. Um, I got Al to get on stage a bunch of times, too, because he used to always talk shit about how easy stand-up looks, and so I'm finally like to him, I'll tell you what, you go up there, you kill it, and you can talk shit all you want from now on about it being easy. And Al, how did it turn out? I don't really remember that first time, but I guess it was okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, definitely. It's it's very hard to get a reaction from the audience. Well, when you go on stage, are you are you buzzed? Are you drunk? What do you have? Or are you What do you do? Well, well, I I I mean, my first time, I wasn't completely expecting that. I completely improvised. You know, I just I just talked uh, talked about my very strong opinions about what I thought. You know, and like recounted my days because I, I lived a very interesting life. <laughs> as as you know, I, I basically I start off like like oh you know don't let your kids play Grand Theft Auto because they'll end up like me driving a car in Miami and 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 you know uh, selling 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 hookers in the street and whatnot <laughs> and running drugs and whatnot because that that's what my life turned out to be because I was a big fan 
in in 2000 2001 uh, Vice City, you know, <laughs> and I moved to Florida and, and I embarked that lifestyle. So I, I that's like my warning, you know, don't don't let your kids play that video game. <laughs> yeah. But you guys, you didn't answer my question. When you before you go on stage, you go there buzzed or you go straight? Oh no, buzzed! I'm always buzzed, man. I'm always super buzzed, man. I'm a, I'm freaking, I'm, I'm always uh, flying high. <laughs> yeah, this guy smokes about as much as Snoop Dogg. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you took a couple shots too. Oh, alcohol, not as much, man. I'm more, I'm more of a, a, a of a, of a cannabis connoisseur. <laughs> but I'm drinking alcohol right now, so I'm pretty buzzed right now. <laughs> Uh, Bud Light Platinum. It's like my third one or my second or third one, I think. <laughs> I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can guess how many drinks I've had of a certain a certain can. Uh, it, it, uh, with how many drinks you've had tonight? I drank three cans of something. You, you get one guess. What is it? Oh, Coors Light. Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Oh, Mike's Hard Lemonade, all right. I actually never had that. How about you, Dan? Yeah, I've had it. Um, I liked it when I was younger, but now it's too sweet for my taste. It's 8% alcohol compared to the, to the, the freaking uh, uh, white corn or whatever. It's like 6%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, 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 that's that sparkling uh, seltzer alcohol, right? Yeah, that's for the girlies. But, you know, I, I like the Mike's Hard Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I drank it a lot back in my college days. You know, I was at a liquor store once, and I and there was a girl, and I, I said, "Do we try these?" She goes, "Oh yeah, I used to drink those when I was in high school." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever make it down here to Florida? I went one time on vacation with my wife. We went to the Universal Place in Orlando. Yeah, that was only one time, but no, I don't. But yeah, yeah, that's about four hours, probably north of us. Um, yeah, Orlando's about three and a half hours away. We live closer to Miami. Uh, okay. I t- I'll tell you one thing, man. I've always wanted to visit California, man. <laughs> Awesome, but yeah, I definitely have an objective to go out there because I'm also good friends with, you know, who Danny Cooksey is. No. Um, you did you ever watch Different Strokes? Yeah. Yeah, he was Sam McKinney, the little redhead kid, and he was also in Terminator Two. He was the guy with the red mullet. Yeah, man, that that was. Uh... Yeah, yeah, and that was John Connor's best friend. Yeah, he was John Connor's best friend, the guy with the dirt bike. And T two. I kind of remember it now. Yeah. What's he doing now? Oh, um, he has he does his own acting classes and classes for other theater purpose. That's actually how he and I first officially met. Was when um, it's funny the way that. We first got connected because my other favorite childhood show besides Saved by the Bell was one called Salute Your Shorts. It starred him, and um, I, my memory's super photographic, and 
on one of the 90s Nickelodeon fan pages, I wrote a post about the show, was describing, like, every detail so in-depthly, and out of nowhere, he comments, he's like, haha, you remember more than I do. Uh, I never heard of that show, but I, I, I believe you, though. But yeah, and so then, months later, I saw he was advertising his acting courses, and it showed that he also does them via Skype, aside from just in person, so... I registered right away for them, and ever since then, for two years now, we once a week meet via Skype, and he helps me write new jokes. Oh, that's awesome. That's crazy, man, because I never seen Salute Your Shorts, but I have a faint recollection of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, please watch some of my funny videos. I, I got some funny stuff there. Oh, yeah, Al actually pulled up one of them just oh, now. Oh, yeah, the, the, the bring, uh, bring Ox back. Yeah, yeah, the one where you're like without a shirt on your <laughs> laptop. <laughs> That's an audition for for something. I forget. Oh, the one for Euphoria. Yeah, an audition. Yeah, it's like an audition tape. Yeah, exactly. I they watched HBO watched that thing like thirty two times and they decided not to pick me. But they, I was watching. There's a it's a private link, so I know how many times they're watching it. And I thought I was gonna get it, but I didn't. Oh, oh man! I think you should get as many. Uh, you should, you deserve as many acting roles as possible. <laughs> yeah. Look for these videos I made. One's called um, "Red Box Blunder," "Lemonade Stand," and um, uh, "Pumpkin Patch Problem." This is my latest one from last year. These are like less than one minute videos that I do. One take that I think are hilarious. But yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to check them out. Oh, I see uh, Pumpkin's patch problems. Oh yeah, he just found it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, 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 I get these ideas in my head, and then I, I find someone to help me shoot it, and I just do it. So if you watch it, I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, where does those videos take place? Somewhere in like L.A.? But yeah, another reason I want to make it out to L.A. is a buddy of mine who's from there. He He's involved in music and stuff, and he was going to help me record a comedy album if I'm ever able to make it out there anytime soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you if you come out here. And I'll def you'll definitely have to, if I do make it out there, point me in the direction of some good spots that have like open mic and whatnot. <laughs> well, I might I might not know about that. You have to like do some research. True. Yeah, um, but yeah, I have a lot of sacrilegious jokes. I have a lot of cultural jokes and I'll sometimes roast friends of mine in the crowd, such as there's this one comic who's in his late seventies down here and I had this one joke where I talk about how he recently performed in places like Boston and New York, and they jumped the shit out of him. I'm like, it's the second time in his entire life he's been beaten by the North. 
<laughs> That's funny. Oh my lord! You want to hear a joke? Want to hear a joke I wrote? Sure. I, I don't know if it's funny or not. <clears throat> All right. So this one squirrel walked up to another squirrel who's eating what appears to be a, a granola nut bar, okay. and he said to him, "Hey pal, what that you're eating? Is it is it taste pretty good?" And the old squirrel goes. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. That was a good one, man. I just saw Pumpkin Patch Palms. That was pretty good. It was like you were playing like an overexcited kid. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I got some cookies in there. Yeah, I do. Look for the lemonade stand, too. Okay. I'm going to look up lemonade stand. <laughs> yeah, Al's, um, what's it called? Show of choice has always been Star Trek. He's one of the biggest Trekkies you'll ever meet. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's. I, I looked at your bio. It said you're into sci-fi and horror. Like, what? What? Are you more into sci-fi or more into horror? I like them both. You know, like my favorite, one of my favorite science fiction movies of all time is Logan's Run. Logan's Run. Yes, I know about that movie. Yes, I saw that when I was a kid. It was like like they were in like a. Uh, like a shelter, like they wanted to escape the, an underground lair to go like outside, and when they discovered like an ancient America. But go ahead, I forget about that movie. I, I haven't seen it in years. But go ahead. Well, Logan's Run is um, the Earth's been polluted or destroyed, and they live in these dome cities. Yeah, dome and city underground. Thirty, and there's these Sandman, and if you want, you have to go to Sanctuary where they they blow you up, and, you, and if you go on the run, the Sandman come up to you. But it gets more complicated that Logan turns 30 and he doesn't want to die. So he goes on the run and you know, he goes to see Farrah Fawcett and it's crazy. Uh, laser machine—it's crazy. The movie's so nuts. The, what I remember from Logan's Run is this: when they escape the dome and they see like, like the all, all the, all the antiques, all the ancient monuments of America, and and just that—that's what I love. Just like a post-apocalyptic world. Where everything turned into an ancient monument. That, that was amazing. Like they, I think they went to Washington. They were like in Washington D.C., right? Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies, and of course the original Star Wars. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I, I can just go on and on, but you know, my favorite horror movies are Phantasm and Evil Dead. And by the way, Sam Raimi comes into prominence too. With um Star Wars, what do you make of ev everyone that came out after Return of the Jedi? Most people say, and I'm not a fan of those three, but I did like The Force Awakens. Yeah, that was really good. Um, The ones after those two weren't that good, I didn't think. I like The Last Jedi, man. I like that one. Uh, the Last or The Final Jedi, man. I like that one. Uh, the, uh, that It's funny. I thought Force Awakens was the weakest one, but my favorite is Rogue One and Solo. Those were great. Rogue One and Solo were absolute masterpieces, but go ahead. Mark Hamill, I love him, man. I follow him on Twitter. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, his wife's beautiful and she's funny. She's a good tipper, too. 
<laughs> That's great. That's great. So did you say earlier, I heard you mention Passover. You're Jewish as well. We have, uh, Romans is a Jewish deli. I am, I am part Jewish. I am not a religious person. I don't do prayers or go to temple or anything like that. I'm more of a soulful, soulful inner peace person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I'm Jewish by blood, but um, I consider myself a very reformed Jew. Like, um, on the high holidays, I'll go to temple. Other than that, I never really go, mainly because I always had too short of an attention span for services. I felt bad, but I would always inadvertently fall asleep during, like, every service I was ever at. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, my grandma, uh, she wanted me to go to Sunday school. I used to spend the weekends with my grandparents. I said, no, 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 no. But I was so much in the comic books, she bribed me. She goes, I'll buy you those comic books if you go to Sunday school. Then I went to a few Sunday schools, I got my comics, and then I bailed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used to, I was sent to Sunday school too, both Sundays and Thursdays, and basic, I was a huge basketball card fan back as a kid, and my parents would be like, if you don't behave yourself in Sunday school and do all your work, then no more sports cards for you. Of course, that caused me to make sure that I was like a saint at any time I was at Hebrew school. <laughs> I went to, my mom, uh, at one point my mom divorced my dad, for, uh, and she married this hardcore Jew guy, and he made me go to um, uh, Hebrew school, and I hated it, I hated it so much. Oh yeah, I, me I, 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 I cried to my mom, and she got me out of it. Me too, I'll never forget how at your at a bar mitzvah once you're done with that you no longer have to go to hebrew school that was like the greatest day of my life i remember as soon as i got home from my bar mitzvah i'm like yes good riddance to bad <laughs> rubbish <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious hey you got, you, got, you got some good gifts didn't you yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, Troy, I had a question, man. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if Dan has answered this, but you keep mentioning uh, uh, Froman's Deli, man. Is that like a family-owned business that you still work at? Yeah, it's Froman's Deli. It's our family business. It originated in Cleveland, and and my dad uh, uh, brought it to Encino, uh, a small one. He, he made a big one in Encino, and then Santa Monica. He, he tried some other ones, different locations. Years later, Santa Monica is the only one that exists now. I work there six days a week, and when this um, when the studio is open up, I'm gonna start doing my auditions again, and hopefully I'll get some more parts in movies and TV. Man, that's beautiful, man. It's, it's just great that, that you come uh, that that you have that that you work in a family-owned business, man. I mean, my family is a lot like that as well. You know, all my uncles own, like, uh, supermarkets and whatnot. They have all my cousins working there, you know? <laughs> so that's pretty cool, man, that you 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 work in a family-owned business, man, and I salute you for that. Are you allowed to go in there and just take whatever you want and leave? Uh, I think so, but I haven't done that in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, just working from a family, I, you know, Get sick of stuff, so my wife and I order a lot of takeout at home. But you know, it's it's nice. It's like a little personal market, and whatever you want. But I don't take advantage of it as much as I used to, because I I want the business to survive. 
<laughs> Did you hear about that one Save by the Bell restaurant they put up in um Chicago where the restaurant's made to look exactly like the Max? Yeah, Saved by the Mets. I, I made an appearance there for two days. Oh, shit. Yeah, um, and I heard, like, on the walls and stuff, they have all these sayings from the show. Like, you look at one part of the wall, it'll say, like, time out. Another area, it'll say, like, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, they did stuff like that. Uh, if you go back on my, um, my Facebook page, you'll see uh, pictures from that. And then, um... Uh, and I did the, a couple appearances in the LA, in the LA one also. How's the food there? <laughs> huh? How's the food at Saved by the Max? Saved by the Max. Would do you, is does the food have your approval? Is it good food? It was mediocre. I tried. Um, <laughs> I, uh, my wife and I were there, and they had they had full bar. So I drink all I want, and I started ordering all I want, and then I had a couple of, like Facebook friends that made that met me there from Chicago. So I started treating them too, and then I guess the next day, the the, the waitress said, "Um, you took so the, the owner wants you to uh, pay for stuff after one meal." He's like, yeah, he, he thought I was taking advantage. Maybe I was. I was too drunk. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I felt like a big. Big wig, and I could do whatever I wanted, but they put me in my place. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not as lightweight as Zach was. <laughs> I'm sure, it takes uh, it takes you more than three like bottles of vodka opposed to his three cans of beer. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink that much anymore. Maybe when I was twenty three, but you know, I'm fifty three now, and maybe I'll drink one or two vodka drinks. True. Once or twice a week. Once or twice. Yeah, even that would be too heavy for Zach. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anything else before I promote my movie? Um. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. I'm curious about your latest movie. Okay, first of all, about how many how many people are listening to your podcast? Um. Well, I mean, it's up and open for anybody to listen to, and I always post it on my page, and I have like. 3,700 Facebook friends. Okay, that's cool. So when you um, get the link, send it to me and I'll promote your, your podcast. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll make sure to tag you in it and everything. So here we go. Um, I made friends with this guy named Jimmy Lewis. Jimmy H. Lewis. And uh, his mom was producing a movie, you know, after a couple months of knowing him, called The Stalker based on her true experiences of being stalked. Her name is Michelle Lewis. So she put her son in it as one of the stars, and she hired people that she knew. And then he, he started uh, promoting it, and I said, hey, do you got any parts for this? He goes, are you serious? Because he was a Saved by the Bell fan. So he sent me a couple pages, and I said, yeah, I like this. So without auditioning, they just gave me the part. They flew me out. They flew my wife out. So I'm co-starring this movie called The Stalker, which would have been out by now except all this crap that's been going on. So they're looking, they're still shopping around for a distributor. And it's, it's a, a nod back to these early 80s slasher films. It's got that style to it. It's well shot. The music is awesome. And I just watched it the other night on a big screen TV with my wife. And, and I got a pretty good part. 
starting it, and uh, I, I hope everybody uh, watches it. Uh, maybe it'll end up on Netflix or, or something. Voodoo is pretty soon. I hope it, it's a short um, running time, but it, it's a great launch to my career once people watch it. Because, you know, I'm co-starring it, and I got second filling. Well, that's awesome, man. I hope we see it in one of the streaming services soon. That's oh, yeah. I'll make sure to watch it. You'll, you'll have to tag me in a link, and I'll make sure to watch it. I really want to check it out. Yeah, watch out for the stalker. Nah, so, that's a big hint. That's a big hint. <laughs> so I've, since the COVID, I've been curious, has the city of Corona, California, had to change its name? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Cause yeah, I know. Isn't there a town called Corona, California? All I know is that they made the Chinese people move out of there. Yeah, <laughs> which is I'm a lot sorry. of them. If you're Asian, don't don't unfriend me. I'm sorry. I'm just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, my brother's wife and in-laws are all Chinese, and I have this one joke where I'm like, you know. I'm kind of worried about my brother. I heard he caught something from his Chinese wife. And no, it wasn't the COVID. She's just a fucking cheating whore. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Did you know before this happened, I got a fortune cookie that says, Fortune cookie say, America fucked. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that was hilarious. Uh, anything else? Um, do you have any more questions, Al? No, man, we had a long, it's a 44, that's great, man. I mean, I, I'm, I just appreciate your time, Troy, and it's, it's just very, very fascinating to, to, to talk to an actor, man, and, and I hope, I hope your acting career continues to be a success. And I, you know what's cool about you guys is you don't, you don't ask, you didn't ask me the same freaking questions everybody else did. Like, oh, did you see any drugs going on or the relationships and the fights and all the controversy? Did you see any of that? You guys didn't ask me that. You're the first one that did. Yeah. By the way, no, I didn't see any of that shit. What? <laughs> you mean like the fights among the cast and stuff? All the rumors that people heard and asked me if it's true, I never saw any of it, uh, so I, don't, I can't say it's true or not. But everybody's always, I've done many interviews, and that's the first thing everybody's asked me. They wanted the dirt, but I got no dirt to say. And so that was cool that you didn't say that. You were there for a job, man. You were there just to act in your, in your role. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and when it comes to stuff like that, I guess the less fans know, the better, because we, um, they don't want fans to know if there's, like, sticky situations behind the scenes. Yeah, I had a magazine contact me. They wanted the, the dirt. I had nothing to give them. So they were disappointed. Sorry. So... Especially with all these obsessed fans who they don't like to think that there's a different personality behind the character. They like to just look at them as the characters they're playing. Right, yeah. You're right. But no, yeah. I never played football. I never played football in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what's it called? Um but yeah, this has been the absolute biggest honor because, again, I've been a Saved by the Bell fanatic since age eight. And um, I, I was so jealous of my friend Mark Kay. He's my former roommate who I know he said he did a recent podcast with you. And 
I was so excited. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Out of all the side characters on the show, my favorite one. Which podcast was he? Um, I forget what it was called, but yeah, he lives in Maryland. Um, I know he's a mutual friend of yours on Facebook. Okay, uh, I've done so many, I don't remember. Yeah, I know that's what happens. Eminem was saying in an interview that once you become famous, you do so many po- uh, so many different interviews, you don't remember more than half of them. Yeah, especially him. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and for everybody tuning in, this has been a very special episode, and... Thank you all to Troy Froman, who was kind enough to join us and to give us his time of night this evening. Thank you so much, Troy. And please join me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and watch The Stalker. Thanks I'm subscribed much. to uh, Troy Froman YouTube. Yeah, everybody hear that. Um, make sure you subscribe and support this very talented man. It's Froman, not Foreman. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to box y'all. <laughs> so, signing off of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds, it's been another great evening. But I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think I, it, he was. I think that was just a myth. But yeah, so many people thought that that was Marilyn Manson, but that's like the only thing I remember from that show to me, um, my brother was a big fan of Wonder Years, but I never really got into it. So, yeah, I think you definitely got the better of the two. Um, Saved by the Bell, I would take any day over the, the Wonder Years. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. It's just completely different shows. One's a, it's a drama, one's a comedy. Yeah. It's Although what was great about Saved by the Bell is even though it was comedic. It had a lot of really poignant, touching moments in it, too, and a lot of morals. Yes, it did. They wanted, they wanted to be, uh, you know, an idol for the kids. Yeah. But, yeah, there. I remember there were a few moments where that actually got me teary-eyed. I would say the episode from the earlier seasons with um Slater's pet chameleon, that one made me cry a bit. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know that one. I'm sorry. I didn't see that one. Yeah, no, yeah, that was an earlier one. That was from like the first season, I think. I, I, I'm sorry. I, don't, I haven't seen them all. What did the chameleon die or something? Yeah, his his chameleon was like his best friend and he died, but he died while Slater was out of town. So throughout the rest of the episode, he's blaming them for his chameleon's death. Wow, that's the first time I heard of that one. But I'm sorry that made you cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most I cried, I think, was during Zach and Kelly's breakup. Uh, uh, hey, are, are, you, are you an like an item? An item? Nah, we're like, but we've been best friends for like 15 years. Um, I moved down here to Florida to South Florida back when I was 20, about 15 and a half years ago, and he was one of the very first people I met when I moved here. That's cool. I'm just messing around with you. 
Oh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> All humor is welcome. But, yeah, I have a very sick, twisted sense of humor, especially on stage. Um, I got Al to get on stage a bunch of times, too, because he used to always talk shit about how easy stand-up looks. And so I'm finally like to him, I'll tell you what, you go up there, you kill it, and you can talk shit all you want from now on about it being easy. And uh, Al, how did it turn out? I, I don't really remember that first time, but I, I guess it was okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, yeah, definitely. It's it's very hard to get a reaction from the audience. Well, when you go on stage, are you, are you buzzed? Are you drunk? What do you have? Or are you straight? Or what do you do? Well, well, I, I, I mean, my first time I wasn't completely expecting that. I completely improvised, you know. I just, I just talked, uh, talked about my very strong opinions about what I thought, you know, and like recounted my days because I, I lived a very interesting life. <laughs> as, as you know, I, I basically, I start off like, like, oh, you know, don't let your kids play Grand Theft Auto because they'll end up like me driving a car in Miami. And, 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 you know, uh, selling, selling, selling hookers in the street and whatnot <laughs> and running drugs and whatnot, because that, that's what my life turned out to be. Cause I was a big fan in, in 2000, 2001, uh, Vice City, you know, <laughs> and I moved to Florida and, and I embarked that lifestyle. So I, I, that's like my warning, you know, don't, don't let your kids play that video game. <laughs> yeah. but, but you guys, you didn't answer my question. When you, before you go on stage, you go there buzzed or you go straight? Oh no, buzzed! I'm always buzzed, man. I'm always super buzzed, man. I'm a, I'm freaking up. I'm always uh, flying high. <laughs> yeah, this guy smokes about as much as Snoop Dogg. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you do a couple shots too. Oh, alcohol, not as much, man. I'm more, I'm more of a, a, a of a, of a cannabis connoisseur. <laughs> but I'm drinking alcohol right now, so I'm pretty buzzed right now. <laughs> Uh, Bud Light Platinum. It's like my third one or my second or third one, I think. <laughs> I'll give you $100 if you can guess how many drinks I've had of a certain, a certain can. Uh, it, it, uh, how many drinks you've had tonight? I drank three cans of something. You, you get one guess. What is it? Oh, Coors Light. Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Oh, Mike's Hard Lemonade, all right. I actually never had that. How about you, Dan? Yeah, had I've had it. Um, I liked it when I was younger, but now it's too sweet for my taste. It's 8% alcohol compared to the, to the, the freaking uh, uh, white claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, 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 that's that sparkling uh, seltzer alcohol, right? Yeah, that's for the girlies, but, you know, I, I like the Mike's Hard because you can drink it down real quick like a lemonade. The bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I drank it a lot back in my college days. You know, I was at the liquor store once, and I and there was a girl, and I, I said, "Ever try these?" She goes, "Oh yeah, I used to drink those when I was in high school." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever make it down here to Florida? I went one time on vacation with my wife. Uh, we went to uh, the Universal Place in Orlando. Yeah. That was only one time, but no, I don't. But yeah, yeah, that's about four hours, probably north of us. Um, 
Yeah, Orlando's about three and a half hours away. We live closer to Miami. Uh, I told I'll tell you one thing, man. I've always wanted to visit California, man. <laughs> when you guys do, come and visit me at Roman's Deli and I'll buy you guys lunch. Awesome. But yeah, I definitely have an objective to go out there because I'm also good friends with, you know, who Danny Cooksey is? No. Um, you, did you ever watch Different Strokes? Yeah. Yeah, he was Sam McKinney, the little redhead kid, and... He was also in Terminator 2. He was the guy with the red mullet. Yeah, man. That, that was just... What you talking about, man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was John Connor's best friend. Yeah, he was John Connor's best friend, the guy with the dirt bike. And T2. It, it kinda, I kind of remember it now. Yeah. What are you doing now? Oh, um, he, has, he does his own acting classes and classes for other theater purpose that's actually how he and i first officially met was when um it's funny the way that we first got connected because my other favorite childhood show besides saved by the bell was one called salute your shorts it starred him and um my memory's super photographic and on one of the 90s nickelodeon fan pages I wrote a post about the show, was describing, like, every detail so in-depthly, and out of nowhere, he comments, he's like, haha, you remember more than I do. Uh, I never heard of that show, but I, I, I believe you, though. But yeah, and so then, months later, I saw he was advertising his acting courses, and it showed that he also does some via Skype, aside from just in person, so... I registered right away for them, and ever since then, for two years now, we once a week meet via Skype, and he helps me write new jokes. Oh, that's awesome. That's crazy, man, because i never seen Salute Your Shorts, but I have a faint recollection of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heard of it. Now, please watch some of my funny videos. I, I got some funny stuff there. Oh, yeah, Al actually pulled up one of them just oh, now. Oh, yeah, the, the, the bring, uh, bring Ox back. Yeah, the one where you're, like, without a shirt on your laptop. <laughs> That's an audition for, for something. I forget. Oh, the one for Euphoria? Yeah, an audition. Yeah, it's like an audition tape. Yeah, exactly. I They watched, HBO watched that thing, like, 32 times, and they decided not to pick me. But they, I was watching it. It's a private link, so I know how many times they're watching it. And I thought I was going to get it, but I didn't. Oh, oh man! I think you should get as many. Uh, you should, you deserve as many acting roles as possible. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, well, okay. uh, look for these. Look for these videos I made. One's called um, Red Box Blunder, Lemonade Stand, and um, uh, Pumpkin Patch Problem. This is my latest one from last year. These are like less than one minute videos that I do. One take, I think are hilarious. But yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to check them out. Oh, I see Pumpkin's patch problem. Oh yeah, he just found it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah I, 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 I get these ideas in my head, and then I, I find someone to help me shoot it, and I just do it. So if you watch it, I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, where does those videos take place? Somewhere in like L.A.? 
But yeah, another reason I want to make it out to L.A. is a buddy of mine who's from there. He He's involved in music and stuff, and he was going to help me record a comedy album if I'm ever able to make it out there anytime soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you if you come out here. And I'll def you'll definitely have to, if I do make it out there, point me in the direction of some good spots that have like open mic and whatnot. <laughs> well, I might I might not know about that. You have to like you know, do some research. True. Yeah, um, but yeah, I have a lot of sacrilegious jokes. I have a lot of cultural jokes and I'll sometimes roast friends of mine in the crowd, such as there's this one comic who's in his late seventies down here and I had this one joke where I talk about how he recently performed in places like Boston and New York, and they jumped the shit out of him. I'm like, it's the second time in his entire life he's been beaten by the North. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Want to hear a joke, hear a joke I wrote? Sure. I, I don't know if it's funny or not. All right. So this one squirrel... Walked up to another squirrel who was eating what appears to be a, a granola nut bar. Okay. And he said to him, Hey, pal, what's that you're eating? Is it, is it taste pretty good? And the other squirrel goes, No, it tastes like shit. He goes, Well, it should, because that's my shit from yesterday. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, man. I just saw pumpkin patch palms. That was pretty good. It was like you were playing like an overexcited kid. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do. Look for the lemonade stand, too. Okay. I'm going to look up lemonade stand. <laughs> yeah, Al's, um, what's it called? Show of choice has always been Star Trek. He's one of the biggest Trekkies you'll ever meet. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's. I, I looked at your bio. It said you're into sci-fi and horror. Like, what? What? Are you more into sci-fi or more into horror? I like them both. You know, like my favorite, one of my favorite science fiction movies of all time is Logan's Run. Logan's Run. Yes, I know about that movie. Yes, I saw that when I was a kid. It was like like they were in like uh like a shelter. Like they wanted to escape the, an underground lair to go like outside, and when they discovered like an ancient America. But go ahead. I forget about that movie. I, I haven't seen it in years. But go ahead. Yeah, Dome City, really underground. For Logan's run is this when they escape the dome and they see like like the all all the all the antiques all the ancient monuments of America and and just that that's what I love just like a post apocalyptic world where everything turned into an ancient monument that that was amazing like they, I think they went to Washington they were like in Washington D C right yeah 
Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies, and of course, the original Star Wars. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I, I can just go on and on, but you know, my favorite horror movies are Phantasm and Evil Dead. And by the way, Sam Raimi comes in the promise, too. With um Star Wars, what do you make of ev everyone that came out after Return of the Jedi? Because most people say, uh, I'm not a fan of those three, but I did like The Force Awakens. Yeah, that was really good. Um, The ones after those two weren't that good, I didn't think. I like The Last Jedi, man. I like that one. Uh, the last or the final Jedi, man. I like that one. Uh, that it's funny. I thought Force Awakens was the weakest one, but my favorite is Rogue One and Solo. Those were great. Rogue One and Solo were absolute masterpieces. But go ahead. Martello's <laughs> um, uh, wife is a frequent customer, and one day, um, I said, you know, if you ever uh, get a chance, I want to take a picture with him. Mm -hmm. And so, like three years later, you know, she goes, "Corey, here's your chance. Come outside." So I went outside, and he's in this like. Um, Bitchin' suburban, like, limo tank thing, and he took a picture with me. It was awesome. With Mark Hamill, I love him, man. I follow him on Twitter. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, his wife's beautiful, and she's funny. But she's a good tipper, too. Hey. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so did you say earlier, I heard you mention Passover. You're Jewish as well. We have, uh, Fromans is a Jewish deli. I am, I am part Jewish. I am not a religious person. I don't do prayers or go to temple or anything like that. I'm more of a soulful, soulful inner peace person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I'm Jewish by blood, but um, I consider myself a very reformed Jew. Like, um, on the high holidays, I'll go to temple. Other than that, I never really go, mainly because I always had too short of an attention span for services. I felt bad, but I would always inadvertently fall asleep during, like, every service I was ever at. Uh, what? Do you want to say something? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, my grandma, uh, she wanted me to go to Sunday school. I used to spend the weekends with my grandparents. I said, no, 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 no. But I was so much into comic books, she bribed me. She goes, I'll buy you those comic books if you go to Sunday school. So I went to a few Sunday schools. I got my comics, and then I bailed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to, I was sent to Sunday school, too, both Sundays and Thursdays, and basic, I was a huge basketball card fan back as a kid, and my parents would be like, if you don't behave yourself in Sunday school and do all your work, then no more sports cards for you. Of course, that caused me to make sure that I was like a saint at any time I was at Hebrew school. <laughs> I went to, my mom, uh, at one point, my mom divorced my dad, for, uh, and she married this hardcore Jew guy, and he made me go to um, uh, Hebrew school, and I hated it. I hated it so much. Oh, yeah. I, me I, I, I cried to my mom, and she got me out of it. Me too. I'll never forget how at your at a bar mitzvah, once you're done with that, you no longer have to go to Hebrew school. That was like the greatest day of my life. I remember as soon as I got home from my bar mitzvah, I'm like, yes, good riddance to bad <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, you got, you, got, you got some good gifts, didn't you? 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, Troy, I had a question, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If Dan has answered this, but you keep mentioning uh, uh, Froman's Deli, man. Is that like a family-owned business that you still work at? Yeah, it's Froman's Deli. It's our family business. It originated in Cleveland, and and my dad uh, uh, brought it to uh, Sino, a small one. And he made a big one in Encino and then Santa Monica. He tried some other ones, different locations. Years later, Santa Monica is the only one that exists now. I work there six days a week, and when this um, when the studios open up, I'm gonna start doing my auditions again, and hopefully I'll get some more parts in movies and TV. Man, that's beautiful, man. It's, it's just great that, that you come, uh, that, that you have that, that you work in a family-owned business, man. I mean, my family is a lot like that as well. You know, all my uncles own, like, uh, supermarkets and whatnot. They have all my cousins working there, you know? <laughs> so that's pretty cool, man, that you 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 work in a family-owned business, man, and I salute you for that. Are you allowed to go in there and just take whatever you want and leave? Uh, I think so, but I haven't done that in a very long time. <laughs> Did you hear about that one Save by the Bell restaurant they put up in um Chicago where the restaurant's made to look exactly like the Max? Yeah, Save by the Max. I, I made an appearance there for two days. Oh shit. Yeah, um, and I heard like on the walls and stuff they have all these sayings from the show, like you look at one part of the wall, it'll say like time out, another area it'll say like I'm so excited. How's the food there? <laughs> huh? How's the food at Saved by the Max? Saved by the Max. Would do you, is does the food have your approval? Is it good food? It was mediocre. I tried. Um, <laughs> I, uh, my wife and I were there, and they had they had full bar, so I drink all I want, and I started ordering all I want, and then I had a couple of, like. Facebook friends that made that met me there from Chicago, so I started treating them too. And then I guess the next day, the the, the waitress said, um, "You took so the, the owner wants you to uh, pay for stuff after one meal." So, yeah, so he, he thought I was taking advantage. Maybe I was. I was too drunk. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I felt like a big a big wig, and I could do whatever I wanted. But they put me in my place. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not as light a weight as Zach was. <laughs> sure, it takes it takes you more than three like bottles of vodka opposed to his three cans of beer. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink that much anymore. Maybe when I was twenty three, but you know, I'm fifty three now, and maybe I'll drink one or two vodka drinks. True. Once or twice a week. Once or twice a week. I like you know before I do an interview like this, I like to get a little. <laughs> yeah, even that would be too heavy for Zach. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anything else before I promote my movie? Um. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. I'm curious about your latest movie. Okay, first of all, about how many 
Um, well, I mean, it's up and open for anybody to listen to, and I always post it on my page, and I have, like, 3,700 Facebook friends. Okay, that's cool. So when you um, get the link, send it to me, and I'll promote your, your podcast. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll make sure to tag you in it and everything. So, here we go. Um, I made friends with this guy named... Jimmy Lewis, Jimmy Ace Lewis, and uh, his mom was producing a movie, you know, after a couple months of knowing him, called The Stalker, based on her true experiences of being stalked. Her name is Michelle Lewis. So she put her son in it as one of the stars, and she hired people that she knew, and then he, he started uh, promoting it, and I said, hey, do you got any parts for this? He goes, are you serious? Because he was the same by the belt band. So he sent me a couple pages, and I said, yeah, I like this. So without auditioning, they just gave me the part. They flew me out. They flew my wife out. So I'm co-starring this movie called The Stalker, which would have been out by now, except for all this crap that's been going on. So they're looking. They're still shopping around for a distributor. And it's, it's a, a nod back to these early 80s slasher films. It's got that style to it. It's well shot. The music is awesome. And I just watched it the other night on a big screen TV with my wife. And, and I got a pretty good part in it, and uh, I, I hope everybody uh, watches it. Uh, maybe it'll end up on Netflix or, or something. Voodoo is pretty soon, I hope. It, it's a short uh, running time, but it, it's a great launch to my career once people watch it. Because, you know, I'm co-starring it, and I got second filling. Well, that's awesome, man. I hope we see it in one of the streaming services soon. That's oh, yeah. It. I'll make sure to watch it. You'll, you'll have to just tag me in a link, and I'll make sure to watch it. I really want to check it out. Yeah, watch out for the stalker. Nah, so, that's a big hint. That's a big hint. <laughs> so I've, since the COVID, I've been curious, has the city of Corona, California, had to change its name? <laughs> Because, <laughs> yeah, I know, isn't there a town called Corona, California? All I know is that they made the Chinese people move out of there. Yeah, <laughs> which is I'm a lot sorry. of them. If you're Asian, don't, don't unfriend me. I'm sorry, I'm just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, my brother's wife and in-laws are all Chinese, and I have this one joke where I'm like, you know, I'm kind of worried about my brother. I heard he caught something from his Chinese wife. And no, it wasn't the COVID. She's just a fucking cheating whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Did you know before this happened, I got a fortune cookie that says, Fortune cookies say America fucked. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that was hilarious. Uh, anything else? Um, do you have any more questions, Al? No, man, we had a long, it's a 44, that's great, man. I mean, I, I just appreciate your time, Troy, and it's it's just very, very fascinating to to, to talk to an actor, man, and, and I hope I hope your acting career continues to be a success. And I, you know what's cool about you guys is you don't, you don't ask, you didn't ask me the same freaking questions everybody else did. Like, oh, did you see any drugs going on or the relationships and the fights and all the controversy? Did you see any of that? You guys didn't ask me that. You're the first one that didn't. Yeah. By the way, no, I didn't see any of that shit. What? <laughs> you mean like the fights among the cast and stuff? All the rumors that people heard and asked me if it's true, I never saw any of it, 
so I don't, I can't say it's true or not. But everybody's always, I've done many interviews, and that's the first thing everybody's asked me. They wanted the dirt. I got no dirt to say. And you, so that was cool that you didn't say that. You were there for a job, man. You were there just to act in your, in your role. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and when it comes to stuff like that, I guess the less fans know, the better, because we, um, they don't want fans to know if there's, like, sticky situations behind the scenes. Cause, yeah, I had a magazine contact me. They wanted the, the dirt. I had nothing to give them, so they were disappointed. Sorry. So, especially with all these obsessed fans who they don't like to think that there's a different personality behind the character. They like to just look at them as the characters they're playing. Right, yeah, you're right. But no, yeah, I never played football. I never played football in my life. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what's it called? Um. But yeah, this has been the absolute biggest honor because again, I've been a Saved by the Bell fanatic since age eight, and um, I I was so jealous of my friend Mark K. He's my former roommate who I know he said he did a recent podcast with you and I was so excited I'm like holy shit yeah out of all the side characters on the show my favorite one which podcast was he um I forget what it was called but yeah he lives in Maryland um I know he's a mutual friend of yours on Facebook okay uh, well, I've done so many I don't remember yeah I know that's what happens. Eminem was saying in an interview that once you become famous, you do so many po so many different interviews, you don't remember more than half of them. Yeah, especially him. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> yeah. But, and for everybody tuning in, this has been a very special episode, and thank you all to Troy Froman, who was kind enough to join us to give us his time of night this evening. Thank you so much, Troy. And please join me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and watch the stalker. Thanks I'm subscribed much. to uh, Troy Foreman YouTube. Yeah, everybody hear that. Um, make sure you subscribe and support this very talented man. It's Foreman, not Foreman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not going to box y'all. <laughs> so, signing off of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds, it's been another great evening.